new Cuban. Mm-hmm.
And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case Of which I'm certain I've lived a life that's full I traveled each and every highway And more, much more than this I did it my way Regrets, I've had a few But then again to mention I did what I had to do saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course each careful step along the byway and more Much more than this, I did it my way. Yes, there were times, I'm sure you knew, when I bit off more than I could chew. But through it all, when there was dark,
goddamn right. You know what I really love? The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is that? E. is here it is the red river shootout i'm excited this is the best weekend i don't care what anybody says this is the greatest rivalry in all of college sports the battle for the red river the battle for the gold cowboy hat it's been held for a hundred years at the cotton bowl and may it last a hundred more years there Jerry Jones, you keep your stinking hands off it, you son of a bitch. Oh, the Cotton Bowl will be the north side of the, 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 the entryway will be covered with idiots. The south, well, the south side will provide you with all the greatest people in the world. They're called Texans. The north side, not so much. Big game. Be uh, 9 o'clock on the West Coast tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock my time, and you will probably hear me bitching and moaning uh, at about 11.02 when I see that the announcers are Gus Johnson and in, in, what's that, what's that jack-off name? Uh, whoever his partner is, Joe Flack or Fleck or whatever, idiot. But I am excited. Now, the music this morning, you're probably like, what the fuck? Today's my dad's birthday. He would have been 92 today. So, got to play his song on his birthday. And uh, happy birthday, Pop. Let us say some good morning, shall we? Uh, first one here. Boy, there's a shocker. Hangtown Jen. First one here this morning. Got to start your day with some education, right? Uh, this is Chinese. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me in Chinese? 你在开玩笑吗? Are, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me in Chinese? 你在开玩笑吗? I think we did this one this week. Yeah, yeah, we, we did this one this week. Uh, I, I was trying to do it again. We'll, we'll have new ones next week. I, I promise you that. But there you go. Just in case you needed a refresher on are you kidding me in Chinese. Andrew says, good morning, hang down and ask family. Jen, how are you liking Virginia? I hope everything, everyone is a great day. Uh, looky there. Oh, my goodness. Ready on cue. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. Hey, where are the white women at? Yeah, uh, well, uh, good morning to you and big happy birthday to Papa States. Yep, he would have been 92. Uh, and, boy, I bet you he's having a big party up there. Knowing that it's Friday, it's Texas OU weekend. Oh, he's having a good time. Uh, Christopher says, I've had a terrible week. I feel like a pecan, Fauci, and dick sandwich that's been left out in the sun too long. But fuck that. It's Friday. I'm pumped and ready to listen to the best motherfucking morning show on the planet. Whoa! Let's go. 
Hit me, big guy. All right. Well, we are going to do it today because we have amazing news to start off with, and then I'm going to bum you out. Uh, yeah, I, it, I I don't mean to. I don't mean you. I got a great story, and then I'm going to bum you out. But let me get through good mornings. Derek says, good morning, ass family. Thank God it's finally fucking Friday. Straight fire says, Monday through Thursday. Done, son. Morning, ass. Good morning to you, straight fire. Uh, I love it here in Virginia. Hangtown Jen says to Andrew, uh, it's been incredible so far. Do you think the sec will rule uh, allow this game to be played at the Cotton Bowl? Uh, I, I, the SEC, uh, I, I'm sure the SEC will allow them. This is too much. This game is too big. This is like they'll have it in another week or two. The second or third Saturday in October is when Alabama has always played Tennessee. And they've kept that game at the same time every year. I think the SEC would be stupid to move this game. It, 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 and by the way, Dallas has way too much politics. And Texas OU game getting kept here means Jerry Jones will probably still allow the SEC to use his facilities whenever they need. So, I think it'll stay in Dallas-Fort Worth. Will it be at the Cotton Bowl? We'll see about that. Swoosh says, morning. Uh, Happy-ass uh, Friday. Yep. Heavenly birthday, Pop State. She, uh, she makes it sound so easy. That wasn't, holy shit, look at them donuts. No. Uh, Warbird says, good morning from Aftershock. Wow, first day Aftershock was last night. Good morning, my friend. Hope that you're enjoying that wonderful music festival out there. Uh, I don't really know. I know uh, that, that Foo, Foo Fighters was supposed to be there, but they ain't there. Uh, happy birthday to Pops. Uh, Jerry, trying to repeat the Chinese phrase, this day would be epic. Oh, he wouldn't do it. He would be, oh, God damn this. I'm not going to try to read that Japanese shit. That's Chinese. Oh, Chinese, Japanese. What well, like, get on your knees. I mean, he would make some terrible joke, but it would be funny as hell. Um, happy Friday, ass. Fuck the Broncos. Oh, the Broncos win last night? Did I pick the Broncos last night? God damn it, I picked the Broncos last night. Did they win? I, I, you're going to ask me to pay attention to football games that aren't the Cowboys? No. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wilson cannot conduct. Oh, God, the Broncos fail in overtime. How do the Broncos lose? Come on. Come on, Broncos. You're killing me on my picks. All right, now, uh, first of all, first of all, I got a funny story to tell you from yesterday. So yesterday, uh, yesterday, as every Thursday is, we go to Bucky's. Bucky's, yay. Bucky's. Bucky's, yay. Let's try- I go every week for my Copenhagen because they're cheaper. And Sam's and Costco don't sell it no more, so I got to go where I can buy it, right? And we found out last week, because they had somebody new working there, that the the most you can buy is 10 logs. Now, what they call a log now is five cans. So you can buy up to 50 cans at a time, which, by the way, is kind of stupid because they have, like, fucking... 12 different ways to check out, and I could go to all 12 different ones and get cans, but whatever. Not going to ever buy that many. I shouldn't say it. Never going to buy that many. Uh, 
So we go in there yesterday to get my I, 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 I have four cans or four logs a week. Judge me however you want. I don't care. Um, go up to this fella, and he still has a mask on, and this mask has seen better days. Like, hey, dude, if you're going to keep wearing the mask, you might want to wash that and maybe wash your ginger weird fucking head, too, because this mask is like choking his face. He's a larger fella. And uh, I go, uh, we, we had some shit that we we're buying. And I go, four logs of Copenhagen snuff. Well, I can only sell you two. I go, since when? Oh, uh, well, that's a, it's a store policy. I said, we've been coming here for two years every Thursday and buying four logs of snuff. Well, sir, this, uh, this is the company policy. And I see this because last week when we found it out, it was just one person telling another employee how many they could sell. And they have this little laminated sheet that's right in front of the register in case you have any questions. And it says you can buy up to 10 logs or 50 UPCs, which would be the, 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 the squirrely line in there. Try 50 cans. I take it out of the cup that it's in, and I hand him, I go, here's your own store policy. And he looks at it, he goes, well, I, I have to call a supervisor. I go, you have to call a supervisor? This is your policy. Well, I, I was told something else. I go, I, and I'm like, okay, because I wasn't going li- to lose my shit on this fuck. This guy wasn't worth it. This guy would not have been any fun to beat up because it would have been one punch and he'd been crying. And it wasn't worth trying to eviscerate him because I did do something a couple weeks ago and I don't know if I shared it with you. I got it after I got my food. I'm not proud of this, but I am proud of it. This girl was correcting me on... On fish fillets. She was calling them fillets. And I, I said, honey, the, the, the T is silent. They're fillets. And, and she just kind of looks at me and I go, do you have a learning disability? And we drove off. I am so fucking terrible to these people now. Oh... All I see is Arnie ducking around the register, then pulling out this sheeting, pointing it out. I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's right here. Well, I'm gonna have to call a supervisor. It's like, okay. So the supervisor comes, and the funniest part was the supervisor goes over to the other register that's right there at Bucky's, and she goes to the cup that's in front of that register and pulls this same fucking thing out. And she points at 50 cans. And, and I have it now, and I'm, like, pointing along with him. Oh, sir, I, I, I humbly apologize. I, I He actually said that. He said, like, he humbly apologized, like, five or six. I'm like, I, I guess he thought the most they could sell was three, and here I am trying to get four. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it, it's all. Sir, I, I, I humbly apologize. I'm like, yeah, you should just kind of learn a little bit there. Fucking jackass. 
I wanted to ask him, do you have a learning disability? Are you on the spectrum? And, and I know he was just trying to do his job. And, and, and look, I, I, like I said, I didn't make a big deal about it. What a jackass. Good morning, Alicia. Buenos dias, Ogre. All right, so the good news we have now, and, and uh, this is just, I don't know what the hell's going on now. Federal agents have enough evidence to charge Hunter Biden with tax evasion or tax crimes and making a false statement while buying a gun. Now, I, I look, this is not I'm not going to I'm not going to take you up and, and get you all worked up over this and then bring you down in the same story. It's going to kind of happen, though. It's the next story. It's really going to bring you down. The problem with this is that it lies in the hands of the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Do you really think that the U.S. attorney of Delaware is going to do anything against the president? Braddy kid, have a good day. Sources told the Washington Post there's enough evidence to charge him. He's being probed for potential tax violations related to overseas work. Gun purchase statements included uh, not to be a drug addict. That's the one that Tommy's been on for so long. Hunter has written and spoken about and bragged about his struggles with crack cocaine. The U.S. attorney in Delaware is overseeing the probe. But does his, ha- does his last name happen to be Biden? I mean, come on. They Oh, we finally have enough evidence? When people have been screaming about this evidence, especially the gun thing, for, I don't know, two years... They're only going to slap his wrist and tell Joe not to run next presidential election. No, you, you, you know what? Swoosh, let me disagree with you uh, respectfully here. Because when this ship starts to fall apart, the media is going to act like rats on a sinking ship and try to find anything they can cling on to. And I think this story right here could be the downfall of jaded media for a while. It'll come back. Of course it'll come back. But now the media will have to do their jobs. You see, that, that's the whole thing. Do your fucking job. And it's the media's job to find these stories out. Not just against one side uh, of, of the counter. It's against both sides of the counter. 
And when this starts to unravel, there are going to be so many people involved. Because, come on, let's remember who this family is. This is the Biden family. Now, I'll give it to Joe for somehow working his way into staying in Congress for 700 years. I, I, I have to give it up to him for that. that. That's impressive on its own. For as much of a dumb fuck as he is. I mean, he dropped out of what was, was it the 76 or was it the 80 election that he dropped out of because they caught him lying? They caught him lying on uh, his, his college record, which was a complete lie. They caught him uh, plagiarizing speeches. He said he graduated at the top of his class. He was eighth from the bottom. Well, see, here's the thing, Swoosh. The media knew, did nothing about it. Some of that media, we're starting to see the media fight back. To where, it, and, and it's not the media that's fighting back. It's the people that are watching that want them to, to report really what's going on, not the bullshit. You know, look, look, forever CNN will be lambasted, and they should be for it. When the reporter said these are peaceful protests and he had a building on fire behind him. I mean, that, that, that's something you see on The Simpsons. That's not real life, and it was real life. And I think with this story, because it's going to be so bad, the shit that Hunter did is going to be so bad. And you throw in, you just all you have to do is throw in just a touch of Epstein. Just a hint of Epstein somewhere in that. And you will unravel everything. And that includes people in the media that haven't been doing their fucking jobs. So now they're going to have to all of a sudden start doing their jobs. Unless the next story happens. So this is one of those things that I'm excited about that they finally have enough to charge Hunter Biden with. But last night, Joe Biden was at a fundraiser and he addressed the crowd last night at the fundraiser, which is something that I, I, they should not let him do. He warned the crowd last night, remember, this is at a fundraiser. He warned them, saying that, that Vladimir Putin is deadly serious about using tactical nukes. He's not joking, and we face Armageddon. We have not faced the, the prospect of Armageddon since Kennedy and the Cuba Missile Crisis. Now, I, I can't imagine that a fundraiser night with the president included scaring the bejesus out of everybody. By the way, this this fundraiser was happening at the son of uh, Rupert Murdoch, James Murdoch. And I want Joe Biden to think about this. If Vladimir Putin, and, and there are reports out there that, that are saying he's sick and his brain is fucked up, 
and that he wants to take the rest of the world with him. I think it, I think it's time for a tactical assault to to take him out and just deal with what's next. Uh, with this current administration, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the red wave takes over Congress and Biden is in deep shit. The media claims an asteroid is coming, or there's evidence of aliens just to scare and distract us. Well, what's going to happen is is this. This is what's going to distract us. And this is real, like, like I, I sit here and I, I, I read this story and I remember back when I was a kid and they made us watch the, the day after, you know, and you hide under your desk. But this time, it, look, look, we're, we're facing against a, a, a guy who's not all mentally there now. And his people know it. And he, he possibly, I, I just hope there are some people there in Russia that just don't follow him blindly. I mean, I know that's stupid to say because that's pretty much what they all do there is follow them blindly. But I hope that when he says drop the bombs that, that they just don't listen. By tactical assault, do you mean sniper? Yes. I mean a sniper... Get the whole get get that Navy SEAL team that that killed Osama bin Laden. Get him, get them fellas. Say hey, uh, mount up, regulators. Because I've been saying that for eight, and, and and you've been right to be saying it. But the problem is, and and we we know what the problem is is that we don't know what's next in line. Next in line in Russia could be even scarier. And are we just going to have, I mean, I, I don't mind an execution, you know, daily. But I think the Russians are going to catch on to it pretty soon. We need Leon, the cleaner from the professional. Amen to that. Either him or Mr. Wolf or somebody. We need, we need somebody good. Man, oh, man. Send him one of them neckties that ends up, you know, keep strangling him. Like at the end of that movie, the uh the 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 lawyer or something, I forget what it was, but it had Ben Aff or not Brad Pitt in there and Benicio del Toro, the counselor. That was it. Michael Fassbender was in that. Whew. Made a snuff film with his wife and they cut her head off. Yeah, one bullet at a time seems being better than held hostage by a psycho. And it seems that that the world is kind of looking at America right now, and Joe Biden's at a fundraiser saying, well, this guy is serious. This could be Armageddon. Um, Mr. President, what are you doing about it? Uh, nobody, I don't think anybody asked that. Uh, don't be fooled by the idea that smaller tactical weapons were not major threat to the world. Uh, I don't think there are any such thing as the ability to easily use tactical nuclear and not end up with Armageddon, he said. All right, well, that's good to know. That's good. Yeah, n- nobody, like, like, hey, uh, Mr. President, what are we doing about it? 
Have, 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 have we gone over there to have a, a quote-unquote chat with him? Where he chats to, like, you know, a bunch of Navy SEALs and they all shoot him and then they bury him in the ocean with Osama bin Laden? Or they put him on the same island together? No, I think Osama bin Laden's dead. Expert says Putin wants to take the world with him when he dies. Well, that that should be enough right there to get some other countries involved to say this might be a joint tactical force that we go into Russia and we kill this son of a bitch. Because if he wants to take the rest of the world with him, eh, that's kind of kooky. That's a tad bit on the kooky side. But hey. Hey, to distract everybody, and, and congratulations to the Biden administration for doing this. Yesterday, they went out and they pardoned themselves some marijuana users. Biden pardoned all prior federal offenses of simple marijuana possession in the latest attempt to say, please vote for me. President Biden also urged governors to follow his lead with regards to marijuana possession at the state level. Now, we should have a talk about this because this seems like a no-brain. But I always keep running into the same problem. We have people in, in jail because they sold marijuana. Now, as you know, I'm a, a bigger proponent now for cannabis than I ever was. And I think that with states legalizing it, I think it's kind of dumb to have prisoners in jail for selling cannabis now that the state is reaping the rewards. But then I remember something. And you can dislike this all you want, and and we can argue about this all you want. But that thing that I remember is that these people knowingly broke the law. Now you might say, "Well, Arnie, it was a stupid law. It was," and and we can sit here and agree with it. And I'll say, you know what? You're absolutely right. It was stupid. But we were stupid at that time, and they broke the law. Do they still deserve to be out of prison for breaking said law? It, it, it catches. It, it's a catch twenty two for me. The issue would uh, Russia issue would have to be dealt with had we done what Patton wanted to do and kept pushing into Moscow after we took Germany down. Yep. Pretty soon, Arnie will be wearing tie-dye shirts, headbands, and grow a beard while listening to Sublime. (laughs) Look, the Biden administration did this for one simple thing, and that is votes. 
This is what's called the kitchen sink of politics. What other laws will he forgive? Hey, if you're in there for child neglect, come on out. Come on out, and you need a place to keep your kids. Go to Joe Biden's babysitting clinic. No kid's hair will not go unsmelled. I promise you that. Now, now, like, if you're caught with, like, a joint, like, you know, and you've been doing federal time for that, we can let you go. You can go. The, the people that were trafficking, like, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of it, and those are the kind of laws that I'm talking about. Well, there's uh, that too, but uh, well, all the power presidential office has, those is one abuse or overreach I'm okay with. I know they broke the law, but at some point they uh, have to relook at some of the harsher laws, some of the punishments that don't fit the crimes. Very true. Joel say it's a three-letter word. It's for votes. V-O-T-E-S. Votes. Still stays on the record and can't vote. I know that some, some there's some prisoners that have gotten their rights to vote back. I know that that's a big program that I don't necessarily agree with, but okay. Um. But that—that's all this was. This—this this is kitchen sink politics. I—I I don't know what what could be next. If the federal government starts forgiving, you know, if, if you steal only nine hundred ninety-nine dollars worth of say, hey, California's on something there. Federally, you can steal a thousand dollars worth of stuff, and we won't come after you. I don't know. I mean, this guy is crazy. This guy's a wackadoodle. He was at a he was at a fundraiser talking about Armageddon. He used the phrase Armageddon. That's not good. And his son is the smartest man he's ever met. Why? Because he's kept out of jail. Oh, man. Joe, Joe, Joe. Here's a fun fact that you might not realize. The ARP funds that uh, Joe Biden's transgender studio that teaches exercise to deal with white people's bullshit. (laughs) This is real. This, This is real. This is where our tax dollars are going. Fresh Meat Productions, which received a $150,000 ARP grant, aims to lift up trans and gender nonconforming artists. The ARP plan is the American Rescue Plan. Um, uh, the funds went to Transgender Dance Studio in San Francisco. Shocking that teaches breathing exercises to people of color who were sick of white people's bullshit and founding Father Fuckboys and, among other activities, founding Father Fuckboys. 
We're, we're giving a group that, that one of their names is Founding Fathers Fuckboys. We're giving them money to deal with white people's bullshit. What the, the white people can't jump or dance? You, you need you, you, you need you need exercise for that. Breathing coaching? Do they think black people can't breathe? Well, I mean, George Floyd couldn't. The National Endowment for the Arts, which received $139 million in ARP funds, awarded grants to hundreds of organizations to help with recovery and reopening. A $150 grant was awarded to Fresh Meat Productions to support personal expenses in response to the recovery of covid Oh, God almighty. I swear. Oh, my Jesus. You, you can't be a great drag queen and have a beard. You know what? When, when, when you guys finally build a statue of me, I want, I want to be in my, my broadcast chair with my headphones on, and I either want... I, I, I either want this phrase on there. A reminder, Columbia shouldn't have a hippo problem. Or successful beard, drag queens can't have beards. I, I, I'm looking at fresh meat performer Churro Naomi, who's got a red wig on and a dress and has a beard. A big black beard. I wonder if we brought Reagan back and told him this was happening, if Reagan would be like, what the fuck? Reagan would probably nuke California and immediately get a thumbs up from the rest of America. Your statue will have a Dr. Pepper in one hand, a spit cup in the other, either that or a McRib. Yes. With the phrase, a successful drag queen can't have a beard. I'm trying to further your career. I'm not trying to knock you down at all. I'm trying to further your career as a drag queen. And if you want to be a successful drag queen, you can't have a beard. Oh, wait, I've got a story about maps coming up next. That is just so fantastic. Ah, dang. Why do all these... Why do all these really, really fat dudes think they make hot chicks? They sure as fuck don't. Man. Della Rose performing a mock election at the Cafetigo Bonito in Anchorage, Alaska. They had a drag performance in, in Anchorage, Alaska. Boy, these people are popping up everywhere. Yes, I said these people. For everybody that's ready to cancel me, yes, I said these people. And that's what your federal tax dollars are going to fund. Don't you feel wonderful this morning? Don't you feel great? 
The next time you're driving and you see that that one part of construction that is never getting done because they ran out of money, they ran out of money because they have to fund fresh meat productions. B. Coop says, ugly fat dudes make ugly fat chicks. The more you know. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very true. And B. Coop says, there's a huge drag bar in Anchorage. Wow. Okay. Hey, hey, have a good time. Enjoy yourself. Don't ask me to go. Now, speaking of uh, the... The trends and the maps. Oh, this is not good. Okay, I want to walk you through all this before I get to this story. A lot of people don't like it, it, and and a lot of people want to know why is there such animosity towards gay people and all this kind of stuff, because there, there are people in society, and I know that you guys know this. This is for all the new people that are listening. Welcome. Um, a lot of people don't think that gay people stop with just being gay. They think it goes on to being deviants and, and being attracted to kids, and that's just being gay itself. Then when you start dabbling in the others of the, the, the alphabet mafia, and getting into some of those things, then they're like really fucking freaked out because there's so many things. This, though, is what gives those people ammunition. A trustee on the board of a charity in the United Kingdom for transgender kids resigned after an unearthed speech had given he had given to an organization that promotes service to people sexually attracted to minors. Maps, minor attracted people. Dr. Jacob Breslow, who serves as the professor of gender and sexuality at the London School of Economics, tendered his resignation to Mermaids, a nonprofit whose website says it's been supporting transgender, non-binary, and gender-diverse children, young people, and their families since 1995, when we didn't really have this. Uh, Breslow's resignation came after it was reported when he had been a graduate student. He had given presentation with the Maryland-based B4U Act, according to the Times of London. That's not good. The guy who's... We, we need to be... We, we need to end this whole idea of maps. This is not a thing. Okay, it, it, it is a thing, and it's called illegal. Okay, it, you, you're a rapist. You're, you're a kid toucher. You, you, you went to Penn State. Well, one of those things. Stop calling them minor attracted people. Maps need to be fucking microwaved. Amen. This is not a real thing. 
Everybody, everybody needs to stop. This idea that we want to throw this, this phrase out there for pedophiles, because that's what they are. They're pedophiles. They touch kids. That's disgusting and it's wrong. Put them on an island with each other and, and let the fittest survive. Oh, God. Oh, man. Colorado baker who refused to make same-sex wedding cake challenged over gender transition cake. Can, can, can. This is what I hate about our society. The, the, this story especially. Let me read it. Not defending them, but people had count clicks until the Olsen twins turned 18. Uh, it's not just gay trans. They all need to be castrated or it's a... Uh, well, you're right. You're Hey, you're, I understand. I We had the clicks going on when Britney was turning 18. But we waited until she turned 18. I understand why we need to use pedophile, which ma- uh, mask what they are in the first place. Give a fancy name. Child rapist is more appropriate. Yeah, that, that would seem to be way more appropriate. <laughs> when you're sarcastic with a map, they say, are you kid fucking me? Now, back to this story. If you don't remember this story, this is about a baker in Colorado who didn't want to cook a wedding cake for a same-sex wedding. And instead of just taking their business elsewhere, this case went all the way to the Supreme Court. And the baker won a partial victory, refusing on religious grounds to make a gay couple's wedding cake. Is now being challenged, separate ruling he violated the state's anti-discrimination law by refusing to make a cake celebrating a a gender transition. Oh, I have seen the latest uh, Britney post on Instagram. Hoo-wee! That's all I got to say. Boy, oh boy. Man, oh man. Her husband gets crazy naked Britney all the time. Jalapena. How about this? This guy who has this bakery. How about we do this? Kids, let's all let, let, let's all gather around here. Do you think it's right that he doesn't make their cake? If you do, then don't shop there. Shop at the other bakery in town. Buy all your baking goods from someone else. Force him out of business. You're going to force this man to make you a cake? I, let, let, let's just say... I guarantee. His dick goes somewhere in that cake.
I didn't even think about this with this guy. I thought I thought he was just free and clear and he could have his bakery back. I I I hate our world so much. No, no, she's not pregnant. No, no, no. That was all uh, uh, uh that was all I uh, she said she lost it, but we we don't think she was really pregnant. So and she's in fantastic shape. Well, how are you going to tell a private business who they can and can't do business with? It's not really a private business within a public square. You can you, those people that have the the signs. We reserve the right to refuse service to anybody. Those signs don't mean anything because I could put that up and say, "Oh, I refuse to serve," it, and I don't give any service to black people, and I just point at the sign. They're going to shut me down. Now, here's the thing. Do I think businesses should operate? I think businesses should be open to as many customers as they can possibly serve. That, 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 this is my stance on business. Okay? This is my personal stance. I think if, if you can appeal to the biggest amount of people, I say that's the way to go. And, and that's the only thing I'm going to tell you. That's the only thing I'm going to say. I think you will have a successful business if you're selling shit, if you appeal to the most people. Now, I'm not telling you how to run that. I'm, not, I'm just giving you the one tip that, I get, that I'll give you. You can run it any way you want, but does it go against my one tip? Well, I don't want to serve these type of people. Well, I think you should be open to serving every type of person. You see, you're going against the tip. But that's okay because it's your business, and you can choose to do that. <laughs> Make the cake and decorate it with congratulations, you homos, on top. I think it was right not to make the cake, uh, especially if they asked him for a boot cake. Bukaki. Look, look. This is the way you, you handle it. If you're so mad, then you go out on the public sidewalk in front of this business and you pick it. You say this guy's a bigot. You can you can say all the shit you want to, right? Maybe you affect his business that way. If you don't, then move on. Are you going to be happy when the Supreme Court says either he bakes this for you or he closes down and he chooses to, to close down? Then what? Then you're out of fucking cake. And what kind of wedding doesn't have a cake? So now who's the asshole? You're the asshole because you could have had a cake, but you fought it all the way and then he shut shit down you ain't going to go to his house and go, hey, mister, you owe me a cake. He's like, fuck you. I closed my business. I make cakes for me. Republicans buy shoes, too, MJ. Hey, all I'm saying is make your business open for everybody. Appeal to everybody.
If it doesn't seem like you appeal to everybody, then you have to look at you. And is that going to make you happy? These are all, these are just legit things that, that you have to ask yourself. Do I think it's smarter this Colorado Baker? No. No, I think he's going to be challenged the rest of his life. And good for him to stand up for what he believes in. I, I, I can't take that away from him. I can't knock him on that. Maybe not the smartest business move he ever made. But who knows? Maybe it is a smart move. Maybe all the churches from hundreds of miles around will only shop at his bakery. There you go. You know what that means? That means there are plenty of other bakeries that are around that are looking for work. Go there if you don't like this guy. For fuck's sake. Oh, sure, picketing or boycotting is the American way. But these are liberals, and the liberal way of getting your way is to sue and get the law passed banning the other way. That is true. Uh, you're, you're right. Look, I say go out there, pick it, do all you can the legal way. I, I, I think it would be fantastic. Uh, let's see. Um Maybe he should move to another state that won't complain. Well, see, here's the problem, Swoosh. It, 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 and that is a good plan. But a lot of these people, they do this stuff. The, the biggest thing that I've been surprised at is that I haven't seen a gay couple challenge either the Catholic Church or even bigger the Mormon church to get married in the temple or to get married in the cathedral because there are Catholic churches that won't marry gay people and I haven't seen any activists take them on but I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for it and the Mormon one I'm really waiting on that one Because I, I remember I got into it with a, with a Mormon that I was I was married related to. Not anymore, thank God. Well, and she's dead. Um, and I, we, we didn't really get into it because I knew better than to get into it with her because, A, I was a lot better at debating than she was. She was a very, very smart lady. But... Um, Book book smarts ain't gonna win you a debate against me. And we were talking, and I said, Okay, so we were talking about gay people and, and she was like, Oh, I like gay people, blah blah blah. I go, but they can't be a member of your church. No, no, though they can't. And I was like, Well, why? Well, they're committing a sin by what they're doing. I said, Okay, all right. But but if you don't know like if you got two two boys that are in the church and they grow up in the church and they do everything that the church tells them to do, they get baptized and then they go on their mission and they, these boys were best friends all the way through school and everybody knows that they're a little light in the loafers and, well, turns out they're in love. And they met the church. 
They grew up in the church. They practice the church's values. Can they get married in the temple? Well, no, no, they're lo- they're no longer members. <laughs> they're no longer members. They can still come, and, and, and she goes, well, they can still come to church, but they're no longer members. I was like, okay. All right. Um, oh, Catholic Church is still way, way bigger than the Mormons. Way, way bigger. And I, I was just co- comparing those two because a lot of times you have to be, you have to follow the, the Catholic guidelines to get married in Catholic churches. And... Being gay would not be following all the guidelines of being a Catholic. Um, There's a show I watched called Escaping Mormonism. It was two ladies that were married and met each other doing Mormon shit and fell in love and blended their families. She wasn't a Mormon. She said she was into more men. Uh, I just want to know why the answer is always move to another state. As Americans, we should be able to live wherever the fuck we want and whatever options and lifestyles that we want. I can't stand that argument. Okay? Uh, well, it, look, look. Here, here's the other argument to that. Then vote the right people in your state. If you want to stay where you are, vote the people in there. Make it make it a priority. Uh, let's see. I don't know why, but the phrase, lighten the loafers, makes me laugh every time. Uh. They're no longer Mormons. Pretty sure they're excommunicated. Well, well, as soon as they come out, they're excommunicated. And that's the thing that I find. This is why I love talking religion, and I love having talks on religion, because I'm very spiritual in my beliefs and things like that. Uh, I find it, I find it amazing that the Mormons have this wonderful celestial kingdom that they talk about that is full of forgiveness, it's full of love, it's full of all this great stuff that those two young men, if they were killed in a car accident, God forbid, you know, they're riding their bicycles long and poof, somebody takes out a couple Mormons. Seen it once, seen it a million times. Even though being true to themselves... They're as, they're as queer as a football bat. They get to go to heaven and be in the celestial kingdom. All that was different is if they lived and they said, we love each other, we want to get married, excommunicated, gone. I mean, I mean... That's a, I I tell you what, that's a rough business there. That is a rough business there. Oh boy, I I think the Mormon the Mormon Church is going to have to look into that because you look at a lot of them guys, and you're like, yeah, okay. Problem is with the the heterosexual society, it's nearly impossible to find a one size fits all set of laws that won't create arguments and strife. And when one side has a slim majority of thought, the rest gets resentful and end up uh, leaving anyway. If their will is strong enough, one-size-fits-alls rarely uh, apply anymore. I think it's just pointing out that policies will or won't change. My state is California. If I want to be able to open carry, I can't. 
But there's other states I can move to if I want to do that. I don't want my taxes going towards late-term abortions. That's not happening in my state. I have to move to another. Or you can vote to have those things happen in your state. Well, you can. I know a lot of people that would. But you can. But the, the, the idea of now the transgenders threatening this guy, this guy should just close up shop. Just close up shop, dude. You're going to be targeted. You're going to be found, and everybody's going to do this to you now. Yeah, I mean, some school's going to come to you, and they want you to bake their, you know, transgender class project. Close up shop, dude. Take your baking skills and just deal out of your house. All right, I talked enough about Putin wanting to take the world with him. That's why federal blanket laws rarely work anymore. Jefferson would be happy with the migration going on and states getting their rights back. Fuck Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, speaking of migrants and things like that, uh, another bus showed up right in front of the vice president's home again. (laughs) Whoops. Busloads of undocumented illegals began arriving in liberal strongholds without warning earlier this year. As GOP governors seek to call attention to what they say are the Biden administration failed border policies. Oh no, a whopping 50 were dropped off in front of the vice president's residence at the Naval Observatory in Washington. Many of them came from Venezuela. They're carrying small white bags with only their possessions and whatever fentanyl wasn't shaken down off them. A young man named Victor said he came through the jungle before arriving in Texas and that he was given food on the bus and was treated very well. He said he doesn't have a final destination in mind but is seeking a job. A majority of the migrants on the bus told NBC that they plan to go elsewhere as well. Yeah, we don't want to live in D.C. D.C. is a fucking dump. It's just pointing that if you're a single voter issue, there are a lot of things that won't budge in certain states, and if you're uh, that passionate about it, you better be. Uh, you're better off moving. I can see that. Oh, absolutely. Or I can see the the waiting around and changing the law. I look. I understand it's a single ballot issue, and a lot of people won't fight for it. Some more migrants there. That's so fantastic. I love what they're doing. That is so great. All right, last story here. Uh, Philly DA insists his crime policies are working despite a thousand killings. He refuses to resign. They've had over a thousand homicides in Philadelphia in the last two years. Are you kidding me? 
and we've been picking on Chicago, oh, I'd much rather pick on Philadelphia. Oh, my God. They had this guy on TV, and one of the reporters says, maybe it's not working. And the, this, this guy, this Krosner guy, says, oh, it's working. There's been a 1,000 people killed in 20 months. It, it's working. The reality is when you look at all these jurisdictions, we had a devastating blow from the pandemic, and there's absolutely no correlation between the progressive or traditional uh, approaches to crime and the rate of crime. No, what, what, what this is is that you're a pussy, and you will not fucking... You won't bring the fucking law down to clean up the streets where you have an illegal horse tranquilizer being used on the streets and people are fucking dying from it. I have a legit question. Correct me if I'm wrong. You believe the presidential election was stolen, yet you believe people should vote for laws they do or do not want in their state before just moving to a state where those laws are already in place. Wait a second. This is a multi-part question, Fred. Um, All right. I do believe that there was some hooey-dooey going on in the presidential election. I do. But I I live with the results, as we all have to, because nobody proved anything. Um, Yet you believe people should vote for the laws they do or do not want in their state. Well, yeah. Before just moving to a state where those laws are already in place. Well, if you're a one-ballot voter, if it comes down to one issue, and you know that issue is not going to get overturned in your state, then why would you give that's the definition of insanity, is to keep voting for it knowing it's not going to change. And if that is the one thing that makes you happy, then I would consider moving to a state where that is legal. Because otherwise, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle for the rest of your life trying to legalize this in the state that you love. I support you in your fight for that to make it legal because of where you want to live. I support you completely. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I think you're taking the the long way to do it, and hey, I respect that. And I respect people that move to another state to want to be happy. Because the thing to me, it seems like the people that stay in the state that try to fight that thing, that fight is what makes them happy. I'm not here to tell you what should make you happy. People do some crazy shit in this world, and we sit there and we go, why do they do that shit? And it, it, it simply boils down to it makes them happy. A lot of serial killers, and yes, I like to bring this up, they can't get a sexual gratification release until they kill somebody. Now, that's illegal, and that's why we have to track these people down, 
But that's what's wrong with them. They had something that makes them that happy. It infringes on somebody else's rights, though. So we can't have that one being legal. See, having discussions like this, this is the kind of shit that makes me happy. So we can all talk about these things. And we aren't getting mean and nasty with one another. There's no names being called. I mean, I haven't been called name yet. I haven't started calling names. See, the thing that makes America what America is, is the ability to do all that stuff. That's the idea of America, is that you can either move to a state that has those laws in place, or you can bust your ass trying to to change the law that is in your state and you want to stay there. Both those are right. There's no wrong answer there. Because that's what America is. Alicia says, all right, motherfuckers, calling everyone names now. (laughs) Now, I don't know, if you're asking me what Cowboys Girls kind of state in here, you can believe that the election was rigged and still hope for the system to work. How is it supposed to? Uh, I believe the election was rigged, but I'll still vote. So if I think the election was rigged before, why would I vote this time? Well, to make sure that it's not rigged. If that if that's if that was your initial question that you had, well, I I, I think nothing of it. I, I look. I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that it's fixed now. And, hey, I could be wrong. We could see another amazing turnout for the Democrats, which, if that happens, I'll bet you something is fucking crazy. To quote Dan Aykroyd, Jane, you ignorant slut. Yeah. Election system will be fixed when my side wins. Yeah, that's pretty much what everybody says. Oh, yeah, it's fixed. It's all good to go now. Uh, all right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Uh, let's see, we'll delete that and go to this and then play this. Lord, I'm singing you this message. Asking you to send me down another angel I've been looking for a long time For someone to get her off my mind But you know, Lord Angels are hard to find I want
Like a friend, I was looking 
brown eyes and said, say a prayer for me. She threw her arms around him, whispered, God will keep us free. They could hear the riders coming. He said, this is my last fight. If they take me back to Texas, they won't take me back alive. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home. down and picked the gun up that lay smoking in his hand she said father please forgive me I can't make it without my man and she knew the gun was empty and she knew she couldn't win but her final prayer was answered when the rifles fired again there were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun. They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun. When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared, there was thunder from the throne. And seven Spanish angels took another angel home There were seven Spanish angels at the altar of the sun They were praying for the lovers in the valley of the gun When the battle stopped and the smoke cleared there was thunder from the throne Seven Spanish angels took another angel home. All right, y'all, help me now. There were seven Spanish angels at the altar, at the altar of the sun. decided by just over 20,000 votes. Anyone who thinks Sleepy Joe got 81 million votes should have their heads examined. That means everybody in Washington and I completely agree with that. 
And someone says documentary coming out regarding bullshit that BLM was involved with soon. I'm not a huge fan of everything she puts out there, but I'm looking forward to this. She is going to eviscerate BLM. Oh, I mean, I mean, she's been taking them on, and now she's got proof and things like that. This is going to be a bad day for Black Lives Matter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're going to be they're going to be hoping for better days after this. Um, were you just talking about Biden pardoning federal uh, offenses for marijuana possession? I came in at the end. Yes. Yes. Uh, all this is was the latest attempt to bribe people for their votes. We're going to free you, and we're going to clean up those records. That way you guys can vote, vote, vote in November. All right? Yeah, we've got it cleaned up already. You guys just, you don't even have to register. Just show up and vote. I think that's what I'm getting at. If the presidential election was rigged, what's to stop them from rigging other elections? Well, then does that mean you're not going to vote anymore, Fred? Do you not trust the system that much to that they've righted it? I, 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 that's the question I have for you. So you're not going to you're not going to vote. Are you going to be one of these guys that clearly is always? Well, I'd say it's rigged. It doesn't matter how I vote because then you really you, you can't talk a lot of shit. If you're uh, an all one hundred percent conspiracy theorist. Then, then you, you you can't even play in the pool. Do I think there were irregularities in the last election? Yes, and it was to get a certain man out. Well, you did though. I, I mean, the way you say that is, I think that's what I'm getting at. I'm not I'm not yelling at you, Fred. It's just. Uh, if the presidential election was rigged, what's to stop them from rigging uh, another one? Well, I don't think that they are. But the only way you can challenge that is to not vote anymore. No, you didn't start anything. It's fine. I love having these conversations on the show. It's a real conversation. These are conversations that people should be having. And they should have to, to realize that there is... Look, this is an old saying because it means a lot. There's more than one way to skin a cat. The problem is this now. Everybody wants their way to skin a cat be the official way because it's their way. We have become an entitled... Just so entitled as a community, and this is everybody. I'm including me. Everybody is so entitled to shit. Why is their way of skinning a cat wrong? Is there any skin left on the cat? No. Then they did a pretty damn good job. But this is, this is the shit that we fight over. It has to be our way. This is why when, when one party is in, in, in power everywhere, nothing works. Because they have a bunch of different ways to do it in their system. And nothing is getting fixed because they're supposed to work together, but they aren't going to move an inch, even though they're both Democrats or they're both Republicans, because the same thing happens on the Republican side. This is mind-numbing to keep watching it happen over and over and over and over again. 
when W had nothing but Republicans, when the House, the executive branch, and the fucking Supreme Court were stacked in his favor. He got dick done. Flip it all around, put it on the left, and Obama got dick done. Then flip it on to when Joe's getting it done, he's getting dick done. He's moving us further backwards than anybody else ever has. The reason to vote is they can't overcome an overwhelming majority no matter how much cheating goes on. I'm getting at we didn't challenge the presidential election hard enough and that we're just going to push over when the obvious problems. It's still vote, but it, we're at a dictatorship led by leftist extremists because we didn't challenge a rigged election. Well, here's the thing. Because it... You can look at it this way, that a coup actually happened. And not in the right way. That they rigged an election, and they had every branch that would be able to investigate this on their side, in their pocket, if you will. This was more of a coup to take the country back from an an orange-haired guy, an orange-skinned guy that put out bad tweets, but he had really cheap gas. Because he didn't run things the way that they had been run. See, once again, change is happening. Nobody likes change. And people in Washington especially didn't like the change. So they wanted him out because he's an outsider. He's not a Washington crony. He never has. He's donated money. He's done all the things. He's a celebrity. And he's not even a good celebrity. He's a reality star celebrity. Donald Trump became a celebrity for being rich. He is my generation's Kim Kardashian. And I'll never forget the day before the election, somebody who'd been a longtime listener of mine, uh, back in 2016, I was doing a sports show in Reno. And they knew how much I followed politics leading up to that. And nobody had said anything because it it was very strange in that building because everybody upstairs, the whole programming side, everybody was liberal as fuck. And then there was me. Boy, I stood out like a sore thumb up there. Now, people downstairs, the sales department, the people who, you know, had the money, they were, a, they were a tad bit more on the, the, the conservative side, yet not quite Donald Trump. But I, I was watching this, and people knew I had talked about it before and how much I got into politics and things. And they said, Arnie, what, is your, what, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? And I was getting off the air. And this girl that was my board op, who was just terrible, she was just rotten at everything. She chimes in first. Hillary, woman, Clint, president. Yeah, you go, girl. Yeah, no, no, no male chauvinist pigs in office. And I said, now can I answer? She's like, yeah. yeah. And all I said was, it's going to be a lot closer than everybody thinks. That's all I said. I said, it's going to be a lot closer than everybody. And, and this chick is like, what, what, what do you mean? 
Do you think he could actually win? I said, all I'm saying is it's going to be a lot closer than everybody thinks. Because you could see the writing on the wall. You could see the turnouts at, 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 at campaign stops and rallies. You could see that people were, the support for Hillary was really dwindling. And yes, this country voted in a reality star to be their president. I want you to remember that. Now, I think he, he did an adequate job. An adequate job, not going to say he did a good job at it, not going to say he did a bad job at it. I think he was very adequate as president of the United States. And I guess that's all we can hope for now because this current guy is so far under adequate, it's unbelievable. To make America great again, we have to elect a celebrity president. <laughs> That's the sad part of our politics. Uh, Go says, because the Republicans are trying this pussy bullshit approach of taking the higher road versus getting down and grinding. They're fucking pussies. Yes. Oh, God, yeah, they are. I got to wait before I get to that story. Given our nation's track record with the White House since George H.W. Bush, I'll gladly take adequate. Amen to that. Uh, all right. Well, LeBron James, he's opened his fucking pie hole, his cum hole, and says he goes to the commissioner and says, I want a team in Vegas. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Oh, this happened uh, at a press conference after the Lakers' uh, preseason win over the Phoenix Suns. He came out and said, I would love to bring a team here at some point. That would be amazing. I know Adam is Abu Dhabi right now, I believe, he said, alluding to the Milwaukee Bucks and Hawks preseason game. But he probably sees every single interview and transcript that comes through the NBA players. So I want a team here, Adam. Thank you. Let's see. Uh, Trump was born into wealth. Kim made it with a sex tape and has pretty successful business. I'd say both worked pretty hard to build up and keep their wealth and fame. I'll say he was a great president. The world feared us. You know, the dollar was worth something and got us out of many bad deals that America was funding for the world. I, I, I can't say anything different than that. There's not a team in Las Vegas because of what happened at the NBA All-Star Game weekend in Las Vegas. There are a lot of bad things, some uh, unsavory characters that were included that weekend in Vegas. Um, 
I know that Vegas has a football team now, and they support the team, and they've got a hockey team, and they support the team. What market do you move it out of? I mean, do you move Oklahoma City out because Oklahoma City is just a destitute market? I mean, who do you move? Because whatever team you move there, because you can't really start an expansion franchise there. Because expansion franchises take a long time to work. And Vegas is not a town. Look, look, Vegas is not a town you're going to have to have to worry about a real fan base. Every game is going to be sold out by the casinos. LeBron wants a team there because he knows it's instant money. Does LeBron not remember how much shit the Maloofs got when they wanted to move the Kings to Vegas? Yeah. I think it would be fucking hilarious if they moved the Kings to Vegas. Just once I went to commission to say to LeBron, you have a, a year or two max left. League, shut up and play. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I, I, I don't know what team moves there. I mean, they, they want to desperately give Seattle a team back. Why? I don't know. I mean, you ain't going to take the Jazz out of Utah. Clippers ain't going anywhere. Mavericks aren't going anywhere. Spurs ain't going anywhere. Rockets, nope. You put if you put a this will show how stupid Adam Silver is. If Adam Silver puts a a a brand new franchise in Las Vegas, he is destined to fail. It that would be a stupid idea. No, the Clippers have a lot of love in LA now. Seattle has bigger problems to deal with. Yes, they do. Why not move the Knicks to Vegas? That'll shake some shit up, wouldn't it? Kings who moved to Vegas, but Sacramento was awarded with a new franchise, the Sacramento Unhoused. Jesus. That'd be the way it worked, isn't it? That the Kings moved to Vegas and then the, fran- the, the expansion team goes to Seattle. Well, fuck, we wanted out of Sacramento. We got the fuck out of Sacramento. Yeah, LeBron, I don't think you're going to get it there, pal. I just I, I just don't think you're going to get it. Move the Trailblazers. Oregon is such a shithole. That wouldn't be a bad team to move. That wouldn't be a bad move at all. I got to say. Oh, of course we have to do this. We're just going to play a little bit of this here today. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. There we go. All right. The Markles are in the news. We told you yesterday that they wanted to move to a more exclusive neighborhood because they've done so much to earn that. As Harry and Meghan urged not to move to Lavish Hope Ranch, 
The former, they, they wanted to live there because Snoop Dogg lives there. Ron Ely from Tarzan, who he lives there. Hope Ranch is already the home of a slew of famous faces. Um, the uh, billionaire Santa Barbara News Press, Wendy McCall, radio host and self-help, Dr. Laura lives there. Fest Parker, uh, Nixon's chief of staff, and they do not want the Markles moving in because they don't want a media circus there. They're, they're worried they will bring in a, quote, media circus to the quiet and exclusive neighborhood. Fantastic. Oh, please, please don't let them move in. And then she can't claim it's on race because Snoop Dogg lives there. And let me tell you, it don't get much more, you know, race aficionado than having Snoop Dogg live in your neighborhood. They're planning on trading in their $14.65 million Montecito home in favor of a property located in the uber-elite Santa Barbara neighborhood of Hope Ranch. Don't let them do it. Megan will say it's because she's mixed race. Snoop be like, I got my granddaughter, because he's got a white granddaughter. Oh, that'd be great if they didn't let him move in. I don't know what the hell is wrong with their Montecito house. Fucking $14 million house. Oh, I don't want to live there anymore. Boy, I tell you what, man. It takes some balls. It, it, It takes some gigantic fucking balls. You know, this $14.65 million house just ain't cutting it for me no more. I mean, there's all four of us that live here. Wait, hold on a second here. I'm going to properly shame this fucking trash. Give me a damn picture of the fucking house. How big is their fucking house? I don't say how big their damn house is, but it is big. It is bigger than my... It's $14.65 million house that four people live in. Now, we got... uh, There's two kids, so you got two more that live in the nannies. You got security that are going to be all around the house. That's like four or five guys. You got to feed them. The grocery bills are high. Now, do you have a personal shopper? Because I don't see Megan going down to the the Luckies and and, and purchasing any groceries for the week. I can imagine having Snoop Dogg as a grandpa. Instead of a cookie jar in the kitchen, there's a jar of weed and rolling papers. He takes the kids fishing and they light up and chill. Uh, Just like Opie and Andy Taylor used to do it. Oh, Megan's mom. That's right. There's five. In this gajillion square foot house that they live in. How about send them to Vegas instead? Oh, I think that'd be wonderful. 
Get Harry back in Vegas. Remember, that's where we got those pictures of him partying with him naked chicks? Because that's what a prince would do. Can't you see Megan going to the corner liquor store for some overpriced milk and lottery scratchers? Harry, Harry, I got the scratchers. Let's go. My podcast isn't paying off that well. Like, seriously, how do you go? This is the thing I don't understand about celebrities at all. I, I really don't understand this. And you see this happen all the time. You've got a $14 million house that sits on a cliff in Montecito, California. Really beautiful part. And you're like, yeah, that's not quite good enough. That would be some of people's idea of, like, a dream home. And you're going, yeah, yeah. Fucking you do that in front of me to a $14 million house, I might slap you. Eh. It's a good house, but yeah. You come from a dank society where you never saw the sun. Harry, you have to stay in 19 hours a day because otherwise you're going to explode being that close to the sun. Yeah. Christ Almighty. These two. I, I are they ever going to do anything to like maybe redeem themselves? Like, is there any chance of redemption at all for them? I honestly I, I don't think that there is. Short of her doing some kind of, you know, skin flick on Cinemax. Harry's sitting in his Oldsmobile with gold rims. He's got gold teeth, sporting yam dreadlocks and blasting NWA, rolling down the windows like, Oi, bitch, we got to bounce back to the castle and get that motherfucker podcast. Shit, oi, oi, oi. I think I know what's wrong with me. My dream home probably exists in Tennessee or Alaska, probably. I've been in a few multi-million dollar houses, and truthfully, they are the ugliest houses I've seen. They don't want to be neighbors with Kim Jong anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna leave this house. It's just it's, it's not enough house for us. I like when people say it's not enough house for us. What does it does it does it not keep you dry from the rain? Well, that would be enough house then for you. It. it I, I understand when you expand your family and things like that, but this wasn't like a starter home in Compton. All of a sudden, well, now we've doubled our family. We've got to move to a bigger house. Let's move to the valley. They're in something that's called a mansion. Yeah. Now, I get super upset with these stories, and this one is no different. (sighs) 
Guys, don't pretend like you don't know who Lana Rhodes is. We all know that Lana Rhodes was a porn star. She only worked in porn for like eight months. And then she started dating this guy that's like friends with Logan Paul. And she's she's made millions upon millions of dollars. Then she got done dating him. She got knocked up by an NBA player. Everybody says it's uh, the ginger kid from the Clippers or Blake Griffin or whoever he's with now. It's his kid. Former adult star Lana Rhodes has slammed porn for being 100% fake. The ex-performer called for the industry to be made illegal. And she is pretty much asexual in real life. The 26-year-old who was 19 when she started her brief career in the industry slammed pornography and said she doesn't believe it's good for anyone. She admitted she was not mature enough to have made the plunge into adult performances as a teenager. And by the way, when she says it's 100% uh, fake, in a recent episode, she told uh, host Laura Everett Bostic, it's like circus acts as a performer when I was doing it. I was like, what face can I make? What sound can I make? What can I do with this movie to make it the best one? I don't like having sex. I never hook up with people. I don't find people attractive, and I've always been like that. It's not like I it was going to change after I did porn. Well, she got knocked up, and she changed it. Then are you willing to give all your money back? Are you willing to give all your clout back? Because, I mean, you're now an influencer now, I believe. And how did you get all that? Well, let's all say it together. She got all that by sucking dick. And being, being really hot at sucking dick. Let's see. It's more like the Markles will move to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Can you picture Harry doing some of the arm swinging? (laughs) Honkies. When I drove by the Markles' house in Montecito, I wasn't impressed. It was a big house, but the location wasn't ideal. It didn't have a view, not on a cliff, just a corner with a huge house on it. Show the Markles, 14 Latinos living in an apartment studio, making pukes on the floor. The kids cry. Harry melts like he opened the Ark of the Covenant. Her Cherry, Chloe, Mia, Mafia, and a few others have come out saying they are against it. Wait, the double dong horsecock is in the ass doesn't feel good? I, find, I, I know that Mia Khalifa, she's come out and said the same things. You going to give your clout back? You going to give all your stuff back? You willing to go live in obscurity? Or did you just do this to get to a means? Because you signed the you, you signed the contract willingly, and, and don't give me this shit. I wasn't mature enough. 
You're 18 years old when you signed the contract, honey. This idea of adult children needs to stop. Now, are they going to ban the porn industry? <laughs> can't even get through that sentence. Do you know how much that industry makes? The answer to that is fuck and you. Another uh, porn star who made a lot of money and then slam it when she left. Yeah, I mean, you don't like sex? Okay, well, a lot of the porn actresses don't. And for you to say it's 100% fake. How many pizza guys do you really think get laid for pizza? I I, I mean, seriously, you're going to have to go ahead and unmask it now? That pizza guys don't accept sex from ugly girls. And let me just let, let me just say, I will say this right now. I guarantee. There have been ugly girls out there who tried. I I guarantee I double guarantee that. Oh gosh, I don't have my wallet. Can I do something else for it? Pizza guys like mm, no. I just Googled this Lana bitch, uh, her, her, uh, her ass is wider than her shoulders. Is it bad? I want to take that headscarf from Mia Khalifa and use it to choke her while angry fucking her. No. Mia Khalifa and Michael Imperoli need to do a TV commercial where they play twins. On the other side, Lisa Ann is fighting back, but she made, uh, she mad, she's mad she's aged out. Yeah. Yeah. God bless Lisa Ann. It's 100% fake. What? There aren't all these weird fucking stepdad, stepdaughter relationships going on? No. Duh. Like, if you believe that, like, porn is real, so they really aren't penetrating your vagina, well, yeah, that's real. That's the only thing I need to be real. But that you're, you're not all superheroes? Because that's like the big thing is parodying superhero movies. So wait a second. Wait, wait, what, what's the fake part? Can you tell me what the fake part is? The moaning and things like that? Well, uh... Duh. Why do you think guys watch porn? Because it's a fucking fantasy. You dumb fucking twat. I can't think she's that dumb. I, I really can't think she's that dumb. Bless this girl's heart. She she can't. No. And I'm not even talking about the superhero part. Oh, I, I'm going to have to say something real mean here. And you you guys know I, I hate saying mean stuff. You, you know, I, I hate it, but I, I'll i say it. 
You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. I had a famous bit a long time ago. Long time ago. Long, uh, old school listeners will remember this. When it comes to the actresses enjoying the sex in porn, I'm just going to hold up three fingers. And that stands for I don't care. I don't care if she's having a good time. I, I, I don't care. I don't care if Harrison Ford is having fun while filming Raiders of the Lost Ark Part 68. I just want him to film it. I don't care if he had fun doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to pull that mean, mean guy veil off there. But I, I don't care if anybody in porn is enjoying it. Just get me mine. That's what it's porn. I swear people overthink porn so much. I mean, offering random strangers in big quotes uh, a bunch of money for sex isn't real. Oh, fuck. Next you'll say the chick caught shoplifting doesn't really have to suck the guy's cock. Uh, I, for one, believe two things. Wrestling is real, and when a woman gets her hand stuck in a mattress, she really is stuck until her nephew or stepson ass fucks her loose. I don't know if I can handle the idea of porn being fake. 27 midget clowns jumping out of a Ford Fiesta and fucking like rabbits is real to me. I, I do care if Alec Baldwin has fun. Oh, yes. No, 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 no. No, no, Alec Baldwin can no longer ever, ever have fun. I only know about this because of YouTube, wink, wink. (laughs) Yes, I understand the wink, wink. But it's all fake. The porn industry is not real. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Please don't go to a WWE event. You you know those girls that make those movies? They aren't enjoying themselves. (laughs) I guess it's on them. Because I'm betting that at least for the first month, the male performers are enjoying life. And then after the first month, it's like, oh, goddamn, I got to do five scenes again today. They're like, yeah, done with this. Now, I'm, I'm going to be mean to a couple people here. Well, not, not yet, not yet, because I'm mad about something. I'm mad at nobody. When the chick is saying, oh, God, your cock feels so good. She is truly in love with her stepbrother. Now, now I, I'm mad at y'all. Y'all didn't tell me about this story. I found this story late. This is a story about Grand Champion. Is that what they call this kid? That's what they call the, these real good chess. Grandmaster. Grandmaster chess man, chess player, um, Hans Niemann. 
Um, he has recently admitted to cheating in about 100 games. And he finally, uh, he, he gave into it and he said he did cheat. Um, they, they said that, that the way he cheated, he was accused of cheating by having vibrating anal beads in his ass. Now, Lana cried about how extreme they made her get. You mean she didn't volunteer to be choked out while taking two hogs in her holes? Well, if they told her how much she was going to get paid for that, I bet you she fucking did it willingly. Um, now, known sexual columnist Dan Savage argued that if he had used the vibrating beads, his opponents would have heard them buzzing. He also highlighted the fact that anal beads are a blunt in- in- instrument and would not be able to communicate something as complex as a chess move if the 30 party was operating them remotely. Now, you could sit on a pad, right? You, you could, like, sit on a pad or a towel. Maybe it's your weird thing. I mean, you're a chess player. You're going to have some sort of weird thing about you. And maybe, like, like maybe they had a system worked out, you know, on the, you know, uh, move, you know, rook, you know, king rook left to king rook knight. So the address the topic on the show amid speculation, he cheated on games. Um... On September 4th at the $350,000 Seinfeld Cup, Carlson withdrew from the tournament the following day, and this week got a report claimed he received assistance to win more than 100 games in his online professional career. Um, he says he only cheated twice when he was 12 and 16. Once you, you you can't admit to ever cheating. Nineteen year old was forced to submit to a body scan along with other contestants. Well, they don't fuck around in the chess world. They're checking you out. It's like a UFC performance. Jen, I got an idea. A porn where a hot chess chick is caught cheating. The only way the chess umpire keeps the secret is to have sex. Now, now she's probably not going to, that actress is not going to enjoy that. Copyright 2022 Ask Productions. If someone makes a chess cheating porn, we're fucking suing. <laughs> he, was anal, he was using anal beads at 12. Sounds like his coach is a map. No kidding. You really had to do a deep dig for that plot. 
How does a vibrating ass help one cheat in chess besides offering a ton of pleasure from a very boring game? <laughs> so when they discovered the cheating, did De Niro and his boys take him to the back room with a hammer and say you leave with nothing or take the money in the broken hand? After he comes, he yells, checkmate. <laughs> Do you think his other competitors got as upset as those fishermen who added weights to their fish? Well, I tell you what, man, the world is fucking falling apart. We can't have fucking chess matches anymore, and we can't have fishing tournaments where people ain't fucking cheating. No, I think the fishermen are still going to be more mad. I think they're going to be a little bit more subdued and they're going to cry in their mom's house that night that, that he cheated. As soon as they found him cheating, they yelled, Nathan, call 911. Hey, he cheated in a chess tournament. Call 911. <laughs> Fucking NYPD comes in. Oh, no, it's St. Louis PD. They have to deal with a lot more murders per capita. They come in there. They just start pistol whipping every one of the chess players. While off in the corner, Lana Rhodes is getting fucked by the chess master in general. And he's found her anal beads. Oh, this is a great movie. It's playing out perfect. All right, now it's time for me to get mean. And uh, Iraya sent this clip to me. And, and I'm just going to play a little bit of, of her and Dr. Phil going at each other. This this body positivity active, a body positivity activist. She's also a moron. I would disagree with you. From my personal experience and from what I know, working in the body positivity movement for the past few years so and hearing would, other people's accounts. So you would reject the science based on... I am not code. rejecting science. Because I am the challenging science, what the current science says that you are seven times uh, higher risk for diabetes, uh, certain kinds of cancer, sleep apnea, six times higher for high blood pressure, four times higher for arthritis, three times higher for asthma, uh, uh, that you're higher risk for high cholesterol, inflammation, coronary artery disease. And if you have high blood pressure, you're two to 300% uh, more at risk for a stroke. I have none of those issues. I have no indicators of those issues being anywhere on the horizon. Except I am perfectly healthy. Even ass. if I weren't, I'm obviously still entitled to dignity and respect, oh, which absolutely. is which is my main pillar of belief and what I talk about most often. Despite what you believe the science to reflect, you are very obviously rejecting the truth, which is that there is science that opposes that belief. There are so many scientists and so many doctors who are middle-aged white men. Now, it, it, it stops after that, and it goes on to say a few quotes. What that has to do with anything and the price of tea in China, 
I do not understand. I, I, I literally do not understand it. This, this fat broad, and by the way, uh, Alicia, uh, let me just say real quick, uh, let me guess, she's a big fat sloth. Correctamundo. Yeah, yeah. This is somebody who is a body positivity activist. Let me just say. Let's just get this out there. That you stand up for people that are fat. Okay. There are a lot of people who are fat. And now I can't respect you because you're an emotionally charged retard. Um would you agree that being obese or morbidly obese puts you at risk of disease? She says, I would disagree with you that from my personal experience, from what I know working in the body positivity movement for the past few years. So what this movement that she's working in, it's also got another, uh, it's called the lie movement. She goes on to say, I still am entitled to dignity and, and re- respect, which is my main pillar of belief. Nobody said you, they said you were more likely to get these diseases and things if you are obese or, in her case, morbidly obese. We still, we, we still have our dignity. What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that have to do with the tea of fucking China? That, that, that makes zero sense. Well, we still need our dignity. And you see, they, they, they keep saying that because they've been brainwashed to say that because they don't know what it means and it's never been explained to them or it's been explained in a way that is so cotton candy-esque and for these fat bastards, as soon as they see cotton candy, they're going to go for it. She goes on to say, uh, there are so many scientists and so many doctors who are middle-aged white men, and my body is very different. Well, why does it matter if the doctors are white? You're a white gal. Dr. Phil goes on to say, my issue is if somebody that overweight is telling people that it's not a high-risk situation. And I say that because of the science, and it means something to me. Because I buried a nephew that was morbidly obese at 50. I buried a nephew that was morbidly obese in his 40s. I buried two aunts who were morbidly obese in their 40s. My entire family had been morbidly obese, and I buried them all in their 40s and 50s. And then we had big old fucking helping a brisket afterwards. If you are a body positivity, what, what, what the fuck is this claim? Activist? You need to understand a nursery rhyme that we all had growing up. Are you ready? Okay. Oh, and by the way, by the way, before anybody wonders about their feelings, rule three, fuck your feelings. Sticks and stones 
may break my bones, but words will never hurt them. Now, see, what has happened, and I finally figured this out. We can all agree that emotional pain is probably worse than physical pain. Physical pain still sucks. But you can deal with the physical pain a lot more than you can emotional pain. Well, a lot of these pussies in the world today have taken that emotional pain and they've just put words in there. Words are emotional pain, which they're not. They're just words. I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks on you. Never did I ever think a word was ever going to stick on me. It was fatty, fatty, two by four, can't get through the bathroom door. They, these people, these body positivity, you should be positive. I'm positive that I'm fucking fat. Oh, I already know it. See, these are the people that want to be hurt by being called names. These are the people because why? You, you ask me why? I have an answer for you. Because they get to be a victim. Oh, there is no better role to have in the world today than a victim. You see, because a lot of these asshole morons think that you're rewarded something then. And they'll give you stuff. You have to pay it forward, though. You have to keep it going for even more moronic ideas that will be later to come. I'm sure there are plenty of ginger support groups out there that want to tackle all the people that make fun of gingers. That's an even stupider fucking thing to be fighting. Because these people, they, they, they crave the victim role. They are not alive unless they are a victim. And having been a victim of actual crimes... There is no worse feeling for me to have than that victim feeling. Because you're hollow inside. But that's when you have real shit happen to you. Not because somebody called you fat. You fucking pig. Body positivity activist is about as legitimate as an intimacy coordinator in the movies. You're paid to choreograph fucking. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, he's going to bounce up and down on you. You make some groan noises. Remember, remember, Atlanta Rhodes told us it's all fake anyway, so don't worry about it. Don't, don't think that you're going to have a good time. Arise, I don't know if you're still listening or not. I know you're working hard, but thank you for sending me this story about this putrid, fat jackass. I hate our world so much. And this is that 
You know, and, and one more thing about this gal. We all know this gal. We all know her. She's a gal who's probably really not that good at her job. She's adequate at it. She she does she she does it, but she's she's swamped in it. Um she wears cheap clothes, but it, she tries to make them look expensive. Nothing wrong with that. I'm 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 just painting a picture. She's fat, of course. She's a pig. Uh, her kids. This is the tough part here. Her kids are either going to be fat, or they're going to be fat and and unkempt. Or they're going to be like perfect angels because they're terrified of her. Because it's mommy dearest shit at home. Probably has a doting husband who works, works, works all the time to where she can have her little career that she's overmatched in and raise the kids. That's what I see with this broad. She's the type of person I'm guessing based on what she says. She's fat, ugly, and has never done anything really hard in life worth being proud of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Totally that. Bravo. You 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 nailed her to a T. She was going to try out for the high school musical, but uh, instead decided to work backstage. If I can ever help anybody out with anything, it, it, it it's one thing. It, it's for people like that. And, and I can be nice and say it, or I can be my way and say it. I'm going to say it my way. If you miss that opportunity, that's on you. That is completely on you. What high school musical could she do? Hey, 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 it's Kool-Aid Man story. Um, this idea that, that these fat chicks are going to somehow come back, it, it, we all know that like during the, the Renaissance era and all that kind of shit, fat models were the shit. Well, it, it ain't that way no more. I'm sorry. If it were that way, fuck, I'd be, I'd be a porn legend. But it ain't that way. And chicks like Lizzo and chicks like this, they need to just stop. Be happy with who you are if you like being fat. Hey, I ain't got a problem being fat. I gave up on that a long time ago trying to, to fix that. I don't want to get too, too fat. But I'm okay. It doesn't hurt me when, when people use fat things to describe me and things to say, I, I, I don't care. It doesn't bug me because I already know. Nobody could ever be harder on me than me, so I, I already know. This gal, she's never, she's never reached for anything in her life because she's always too scared about what people think. I learned a long time ago not to do that. I was the fattest lifeguard at the water park. And I worked every day without my shirt on. 
I didn't care. I was, I, I was working with, you know, football players who were all in shape, didn't care. I didn't give a fuck. Why? Because I wanted to do that job. And I had to bust my ass to learn how to swim fast and, and do that. And I did it. Because I reached out for it. I reached out for my radio jobs. I reached out for those things. And I'm fat. Oh, you didn't let your you didn't let your fatness. I didn't let my fatness hold me back. My my fatness is is part of me. This guy has to understand. She's fat. Deal with it. There are plenty of guys that'll find you attractive. They're called black. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist that line. I feel bad for her as a youth, but now she's fucking stupid and worthless. Yeah. People that scream this shit that they're proud of being a disgusting fat body really don't. She says she it, it tries to make herself feel better, but it doesn't work. Look. If it, and, and, and this is the truth about anything. The only thing Arnie's fat holds back are people behind him. He's trying to escape the fire. <laughs> Amen to that. The whole thing is this. If you learn from an early age, you can change if you want to. You can. She could go from the disgusting fat body she is to... She's got a decent complexion. She might be attractive, you know, minus a couple 300 pounds on her. But we found out something earlier about a girl that was in shape who made movies where guys fucked her. So she is pretty body confident, I would say. She still didn't like her life. Then change it. Change it. Stop eating the, 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 the food that you eat. Start eating healthy. Oh, I, I know all the ways to change it. I don't want to change. I made my little change at Dr. Pepper Zero a few months ago. I'm feeling fine from it. Had a good report to the doctor. I go back to the doctor next week. I don't know why he wants to see me again in a month. It's been years since I've seen him. I checked out fine. Nothing's going to change in a month. But this whole idea that the, oh, oh, my gosh, we need to have these, these, these groups that stand up for fat people's rights. They're fat. Deal with it. People want to make fun of them for being fat. That's okay. Make fun of that person for something else, for not being fat. At least we can afford food. You look like a poor Ethiopian. Look at that. I've just won the fucking put-down battle. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm a professional. I don't get to play in these games. The world is going to be conquered by obese trans drag queen kid fuckers. You people think I'm joking about wanting an asteroid or comet to hit Earth. (laughs) Oh, God almighty. Be nice to me. I'm fat. And now a person who actually, man, this is the luckiest person in the world. A man who's allergic to vegetables. 
This sounds like me. Not 36. He breaks out in itchy rashes and falls sick every time he eats tomatoes, eggplants, or any pickled vegetables. This guy has a terrible doctor. So, uh, what's this guy's name? Did he? Have? They don't release his name. Uh, Mr. Smith, um, so you feel sick when you eat pickled vegetables, tomatoes, or eggplants? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir, doctor. What about when you eat, I don't know, like broccoli, asparagus, and potatoes? Yeah, no, no, no problem there. Okay, then. Don't eat tomatoes, eggplants, or pickled vegetables, dipshit. So we can't eat the girl in the wheelchair. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, 36-year-old man who broke out and ate, red every, ate those vegetables. His symptoms flared up within five hours of eating a meal, returning every three to six weeks and lasting up to two weeks at a time. He has a severe histamine allergy and given a bespoke meal plan. Fucking hey, man, just give him fucking meat and potatoes. It's not just vegetables that cause him misery. Pizza, seafood, cheese, wine, and some meat set him off. Oh, this guy just needs to fucking end it then. I mean, just cut your taste buds out and just eat gruel. Ugh. Uh, you know, retarded Arnie said to that guy, shut up, dummy. Adios, familia. Have a wonderful Freaks Day and have a safe weekend. Ogre, you have a great weekend as well. Fuck, I could live on cookies then? I mean, sorry, I got to eat cookies all the time. No, no, I'm allergic to all that stuff. No, really, I'm, I'm allergic. Ma'am, I'm, I'm actually deathly allergic to it. Pizza has tomato sauce. Duh. Oh, yeah, there, there you go. Send them to Ethiopia. Problem solved. Yeah. You ain't got to worry about none of that stuff there. Are you allergic to eating flies? No? Hey, come on to Ethiopia. There you go. We could make a we could make a commercial for Ethiopia uh, to like fly to Ethiopia, Ethiopian Air, I believe that is a, an airline. So we get to music. That might be too majestic for Ethiopian Air. Welcome to Ethiopian Air. Our our pre-flight meal will be one worm. Our in-flight meal, you will be offered a a fly or a fly larvae. Ethiopian air. (laughs) Our carbon footprint is the smallest known to mankind. We can't even afford carbon. I can't eat many vegetables. I can't process them all, so I don't eat them. Same with alcohol. It's like food, poisoning, and hangover all at once. It's so awful, so I don't drink. 
It's called paying attention to what you eat or drink. This guy's a dumbass. I thought all their Cockman announcements were in drums. <laughs> or they... All right, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. <laughs> Jen, Jesus. Wow. Yeah, I, I would send that person an email back saying you might be a bit busy. Welcome back to the big show here on a Friday. That is right. The weekend is ahead of us. Texas OU game tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Cowboys play the Rams on Sunday. Not really excited about that, but hey, in, 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 in Connor we trust or whatever his name is. Hell, I don't know his damn name anymore. I don't care about the The Cowboys just, they infuriate me. Um. Wow, I, I, I was just skimming through today's uh, Daily Mail website, and, and I just stopped at a, a Kanye segment here. There's like five stories about Kanye. And I got to say, each one is crazier than the first. Tucker Carlson, he, he was on Tucker Carlson last night. Nobody told me about this. He went on Tucker Carlson that said 50% of black death in America is abortion. As he slams pro-choice campaigners and wears a lanyard with an image of a fetus. Oh, man. (sighs) The next story that I I don't even have to read any more from that story. That story is just gold right there on its own. I don't know why he's going after Gigi Hadid. But he says, you're a Karen born with a silver spoon in your mouth. Oh, okay. All right. So he's got a diss with her because what? She didn't want to have sex with him. All right. That that makes sense, Kanye. Kanye claims that Kim Kardashian worked with the Clintons to get him to read from Democrat script after he publicly endorsed Trump. These next two are the wackiest of them all, though. Kanye turns on pal Jared Kushner and says he has not been uh, serving my boy Trump in the right way and suggests the entitled son-in-law negotiate Middle East peace accords to make money. So the president's own son-in-law he can't trust, according to Kanye. And then the final one, this one is my favorite. Kanye West says that White Lives Matter fashion show concept was based on a feeling and a gut instinct. Comparing it to, to oh Jesus. Comparing it to Tanya Harding's brilliance in becoming the first American woman to land 
a triple axle. Oh, I, I don't know where it is. Oh, no, I don't know where it is. Where is it? Oh, I can find it, though, can I? I think this is it. Is this it? Please let this be it. Why? 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 I compare it to Tanya Harding. I have to click on this story now. I will try to defend him to the end. TL and Yee 2024. Um, Wes compared the the White Lives Matter stunt to Tanya Harding instinctively landing the first triple axle jump by an American woman at the 1991 U.S. Figure Skating Championships. Why does he know that? Why, why, why does he compare it to that? Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Oh, my God. Just give me, give me just like a minute of it. Oh. So you just came from Paris Fashion Week. You just landed, and yeah. the lanyard's still on from it, and there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And that you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life. I'm pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What, what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen. I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. So you just can't. Well, well, I'm going to have to see those numbers. I'm just saying. I'm going to have to see those exact numbers that 50% of black deaths are abortions. Hmm. Oh, God. Please let him sample this in his next rap song. No more hangers! Can you imagine that being looped over a beat? Oh. They're letting this guy educate children in a school. Well, you remember, it's not an accredited school. So for everybody who's spinning... By the way, what kind of dumb fuck do you have to be to say, hey, Kanye, here's $15,000, go educate my child? Where do your teachers come from? The streets, yo. They pay $15,000 to go to a school that's not accredited, meaning their kids can't get into a, 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 a really even a community college. But pay $15,000 for your kids to go there. Oh, my kids went to the Kanye school. Okay, so they're, they're still in kindergarten, is what you're saying. 
Oh, Kanye. Kanye, you made my day today. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for comparing your White Lives Matter shirt to Tanya Harding. You, 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 you simply win today. That's all there is to it. He wins today. Nothing wrong with Yee. He's just an eccentric, and he has an opinion on everything. Well, the, the, the whole having a school and not being accredited, I got a couple problems with that. Him spouting out numbers saying that, you know, 50% of black deaths are due to abortions. Yeah, I don't think we need to be, yeah, I don't know. Mom paid fifteen grand a year, and all I got were knockoff Crocs. <laughs> By the way, if you're looking for a job this year, Amazon is planning on hiring a hundred and fifty thousand workers for the holidays. Uh, let me just tell you about what your job will consist of. Your job will consist of sucking. You're going to have to load trucks. You're going to have to empty trucks. It's going to be hot in there, and it's going to be a pain in the ass. But they're the biggest hire next to the IRS right now, I guess. How does that work? If your school is not accredited, that means like you're going to school, but you're not getting credit for it? Yes, that's exactly what it means. Workers can make more than $19 an hour, uh, an hour on average. You can even get a sign-on bonus from $1,000 to $3,000. I've heard good things about Amazon. I, 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 not a lot of bad stuff about them. I, I, so, hey, if, if you got a kid that's home for college, point them to Amazon. Every Amazon jo- uh, job is timed. No, thank you, Amazon. All right. Hey, I'm I'm just looking out for people. That that that's all. I'm not, I'm not in favor of it. I don't order hardly anything from Amazon. Um, we got to talk about this. This 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 story angers me. This story really does anger me, and I I I don't know how the the person behind this. Let this happen. This would not fly, it, uh, pun intended, because this was on a flight. A woman on Aegean Airlines flying from Athens to Amsterdam was caught draping her long hair over the back of the seat. <laughs> The person behind her was a food blogger and traveler who captured the moment on camera and called the passenger's travel etiquette into question. So so you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, you got like maybe a screen in front of you, you got your tray, and the bitch in front of you hangs her hair over the back, or it could be a dude, 
hangs their hair over the back of the thing, and now it's dangling in this gal's water cup. I got three words for you. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. First of all, I'm going to say something. Be like, excuse me. The back of the seat you don't get. And if the bitch says something, then guess what? I will figure a way to cut that fucking hair. I don't care if I got to use nail clippers or what. He confiscated my scissors at TSA, but you didn't get my good ones. Oh, yeah. On Casino Airlines, she'd have that, she'd have been scalped. That's when your gum or condiments wind up in that hair. I'm putting jizz in her hair. <laughs> I have three words, snip, snip, snip. Oh, I'll use her hair to clean off my fingers when I dip. Oh my god! I, I, like I am, I am, I am beyond fucking grossed out by this. This is, boy, this is somebody who's truly entitled. If I was traveling with a chef, I'd use one of their their like a Japanese chef, one of them super sharp knives they got, and just cut it right at the top. Hey, Chai! I do travel. I, 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 well, we, we, we covered this the other day. Sometimes I, I, I do some, some, some security work, you know, for Japanese dignitaries. And, and I pick up what they're saying. I'm not the official translator or anything like that, but, you know, I, I pick up what they put down. If, I'd been, I, if I would have been on a flight with this one fella, I remember this one fella, he, 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 wasn't, he didn't like to fuck around too much. Uh, they, they called him uh, Monster Soto, Monster Soho, so, Soto, Soto. And he'd be sitting there, he'd be like, oh, yes, can I get here? He's like, yeah, we're going to go out tonight and get some pussy, boys. That, that, that's what he was saying. So, yeah, I, mean, I mean, and you didn't want him translating that, you know. That, that, that's, that's on the down low right there. But he would have looked at this and said, oh, which is loosely translated to cut that bitch's hair off. Just put your feet up on the back of her chair, on her hair. Uh, <laughs> B. Coop says, Kale, I'd let you count that as joining the Mile High Club. Yeah, I, I would say something first, and if she if she didn't do anything to do it, or huffed and puffed, if she huffed and puffed, I might go off a little bit. But it, if 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 she huffs and puffs and does nothing about it, oh, you better believe, you better believe that my boogers are going in her her hair, spit, whatever I can get from the kids' diapers around me. Oh, Cowboys girl, I would dangle my toes on her fucking armrest. It looks like my legs get around that. I would put my bare feet right in her face. 
There you go, honey. You don't drape your hair over that. What, what kind of fucking, what kind of rat-infested fucking home did you live in? You're going to put your hair over the chair like that? That's rude. You better hope I don't have a lighter on me, because I might set that shit on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of gum. I might not I might not chew any tobacco on that flight. That might just be a gum flight there. Um <laughs> It's a fucking great company right here. I'll just pull a Joe Biden, sniff it super loud, and they're like, oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Do you use herbal essence? Uh, (laughs) Creeper the fuck out. Boston Dynamics and other industry heavyweights have pledged not to build war robots. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm seeing this one war robot, maybe, that looks pretty awesome. It looks like it's built like a dog, but it has a machine gun on its back with a fucking speaker. Wow. Atlas, as a black flipping soldier from Fortune, will never come to pass. Their maker, Boston Dynamics, along with five other industry leaders announced that they will not pursue or allow any of the weaponization of their robots, according to a non-binding open letter they all signed. Yeah, I'm sure we can trust these fucking fine people that are building robots to, to act better than humans. Fred Kid says, I'd be yelling lice. That is fantastic with that lady. So, so we've all seen these robotic dogs they've built for the military. Now what they're saying is that we're no longer going to weaponize them. This one that has a, a quite the military-grade machine gun attached to its back, that will not be allowed for public consumption. Uh, Gail says, off topic, but happy birthday to your dad, fellow Libra. Mine is tomorrow. What would your dad's response to uh, the hair hanging off the back of the seat in front of him? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Arnie, look at this shit. What should I do? Should I say something to the gal? No, you, you know what? My, my dad my, my dad would have fucked with her hard. Like, that hair is getting dipped in whatever food he's got. Whatever food didn't end up on his shirt. And he's going to pour a little sodi on there. He, he, dad would fuck with her. Yeah, oh, that that would be funny. Yeah, dad ain't going to take that one lightly. Oh, for Christ's sake. I'll never forget one time. Yes, happy, and by the way, happy birthday to you, Gail. Early birthday to you. Um, but the, the, the one time we went to a Ranger game and, uh, my dad hated Jose Canseco, 
hated him. And it was against the A's, and we're sitting there. And my dad was, I don't know why my dad was in such a bad mood that day. It must have been report card time or something. But I remember he was sitting there, and Nolan Ryan was pitching. This wasn't strikeout number 5,000 game, but no one was pitching. And this couple, this guy was on a date with, like, his first first date with this gal, and he took her to a Ranger game. We had This one, we had the season tickets. We had good seats. And Dad and I are sitting there. And the, 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 the girl goes, is this Nolan Ryan guy any good? And my dad let out one of the biggest, oh, for Christ's sakes, ever in my life. When you said, and I, I started just laughing, and there are kids in front of us, and they had like you know Oakland A's pennants, and, and I I don't know if Conseco was supposed to play that night or if he didn't play. And my dad was like, "Is that dirty greaser playing?" And these kids have like Conseco shirts on, and my my dad doesn't give two shits. Oh, I don't want to see that dirty greaser. That's all he is, a goddamn greaser, Arnie. Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, well, there you go. Happy birthday to you, too, Stinkfist. Look at that. Yeah, Dad would have had fun with the hair. He would have found a way to cut it off. Oh, for Christ's sake. I think that was one of his favorite sayings. Or at least I brought it out a lot in him. Oh, for Christ's sake. Jesus Christ, Arnie. I think I would have got one of those if I would if I would have ever found vaping. It was bad enough when my dad found out I was dipping. Vaping, though, that's a whole other just... I like to tell people, you know, the worst part about finding out your kid's a vapor? Yeah, is that they're gay, too? Uh, all this birthday talk got me wanting cake. Let's see. Uh, so do we have it? There we go. Gail and Stinkfist. Happy birthday to you. Bam. Bam, there you go. Oh, and Dad, too. There you go. Um, high school students resumed taking the National Youth Tobacco Survey this year, and 14% of them responded using e-cigarettes, underscoring how the upstart industry is dodging regulators' efforts to spare a generation from nicotine addiction. Um, because you're not going to stop it. Look, look, vaping is about as gay as you can get. I mean, man up and smoke a cigarette for the love of God, kids. You're not going to stop all these kids from doing this shit. You're you're just not. The kids will either steal the stuff 
They'll take they'll they'll get their older siblings to buy it from them. They have older kids at school that are willing to charge extra to sell this stuff. It's not that hard for kids in school. Look, we used to get beer and alcohol when I was fucking sixteen. Of course, I don't think that kids under the age of eight. Let, let me say. Let me say the official sh- show statement. Of course, children under the age of eighteen shouldn't be using any sort of nicotine, tobacco type products. The unofficial statement: Try to fucking stop them. So I was talking about earlier. That we're so all entitled to everything. We live by a phrase. There's a certain phrase that a lot of people live by, and I love it when it comes to to this phrase. And that phrase is, they can't do that. Well, they are. Now what? Joe Biden can't give that money back to college students. Well, he is, and nobody's doing anything about it. Insert Stewie Griffin, duh. Hold on a second here. Let's see. Duh. I tell my local liquor store that I was buying Marlboros for my mom. It worked for a long time. Sure. Of course it is. I think as long as we exist as humans, humans are going to look for a way to escape smoking, vaping, drinking, peyote, Part of our DNA somehow. Not all humans, but many. <laughs> Ken Dog says vaping is as gay as it gets. Well, I think fucking another man's ass might be a little gayer to me. You might be right. You might be. That might be the ultimate definition. There's a radio commercial for uh, the SAC area about pledging to stop bullying for a concert from two unknown people. Do you want me to go on my rant about bullying? Because this anti-bullying movement, it, it, it's it, you know what it's done? It's made us weaker. It has made us weaker. This is way you the the way you deal with a bully is you stand up to the fucking bully. The end. Don't get school fucking people involved. Don't get the National Guard involved. Stand up to the bully. You might not win. I'm I'm telling you right now, I would bet against you. But a lot of the times, the bullies are big pussies as well. And now, now, sometimes they aren't. Sometimes they are legitimately fucking tough and will kick your ass. But bullying, it, look, I look at bullying like this. I look at it like big city mayors look at the homeless issue. If I can sweep it out of, out of my town, then it doesn't bother me. Bullying to me is the same way. Stop labeling it uh, when you when you see a group of kids that murder a child. That's not bullying. That's murder. You teach the kids to stand up to the bullies. The end. 
maybe that bully never harasses that kid again. And maybe he does, and maybe the bully needs another ass whooping. In the immortal words of Aaron Tippin, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Just remember that. You got that manly fucking, you know, fucking line out when we're talking about vaping. Hi, guys. Look at all this smoke that I can blow. <laughs> this is smoke. <laughs> Say hi, smoke. I knew a guy who had a vape shop, and that was like his goal in life was to, to blow these gigantic clouds, these plumes. I'm like, boy, aim right at the bottom, why don't you? Eh, there ain't nothing better than that. Boy, you're right about that. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us today and this week. We will be back on Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Till then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there, and it is Friday. People, you can go out and get your freak on this weekend. If you go out and about and you're going to imbibe, hey, have a bunch for me. Get blackout drunk for me this weekend. But if you do, don't drive. Get yourself an Uber. Get yourself a Lyft. Get a cab. Get away home because we will be back on Monday. And I need you here. So until then, adios, everybody. First thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistleblower and the young and stream of growing up to ride. On a freight train leaving town, not knowing where I'm bound. No one could change my mind, but mama tried. On an only rebel child, from a family making mild, my mama seemed to know what lay in store. In spite of all my Sunday learning, toward the bed I kept on turning, till mama couldn't hold me anymore. I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole. No one could see me right, but mama tried. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause Mama tried. Hey. Your old daddy rest his soul, left my mama heavy load. She tried so very hard to finish you. Working hours without rest Wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right But I refused And I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But mama tried Mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried At ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going 
Tschüss, Mauro. Bis bald. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.